Welcome to Fragmental. Uh, an amusing take on random topics. So uh, today I was listening to our actually episode one because um, we're looking for ideas for today's call. Uh, call. Today's call. Thanks. It's been a long goddamn day um, <laughs> for a Friday uh, for today's episode. So um, I noticed in episode one we talked about like we were talking about comedy, but we talked about comedy movies a lot. We seem to reference a lot about comedy movies. So, um, you know, for tonight's topic, I think, you know, what, you know, we, the movies we're referencing are pretty funny, but would today's comedy movies, are today's comedy movies up to the, up to par with the movies of like our younger, younger selves or, or early on, you know, you take like, um, Oh shit! You take like Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Classic. would in and if we look at something like, like Blockers today or, or Horrible Bosses, something like that. Does that are they are they on par? Yeah. So I mean, I feel like as we were going through this, I mean, we got a list of movies here on on this on uh, Dave's awesome whiteboard. And, <laughs> Don't forget um, my whiteboard. It's, it's pretty sweet. Um, but anyways, and coming going through this, I mean, a lot of the classic comedies are timeless and seem those things are going to go on forever. And we were looking at some of the newer movies, and they just seem like they don't compete. So you know, we kind of wanted to bring you guys along this journey with us, and we'll kind of talk through some of these, you know, kind of through the decades and see you know what made them successful, and then how how can it compete today? So you, you kind of kicked it off, right? Blazing Saddles. I mean, absolute classic. Mel Brooks, probably one of the great comedy movie guys of all time. Absolutely. Right? I mean, the guy has I mean, Young Frankenstein. I mean, he's just got so many good movies. I mean, it's kind of hard to compete. And then also, I mean, the humor in Blazing Saddles. I mean, first of all, you couldn't get away with a lot of those jokes cool. today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's <laughs> funny because um, that what what was that? What's that falling? 70s, right? That's a yeah, 70s oh, yeah, movie. 70s. So Smoking a Bandit was 70s too, right? What was? Oh, so smoking, yeah. smoking the Bandit. So there's oh, stuff in there. I watched that the other day, and I'm like, that would never. <laughs> love I should play that song. <laughs> Copyright infringement. But that's um, right. This is as close as we can get. Right yeah, there. this is as close as we can get. For all nine of you listeners. Um, uh, somebody, somebody, I know one of you assholes out there will blow us in. Um, <laughs> uh, I watched that the other day, and it's like, there's no way that that would pass. That, that would just, like, oh. I mean, they, they use the word like, Hey boy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, where the, where the, where they fall into the, you know, where they, the sheriff falls into the stream oh, yeah. or he's, he's tipping into the stream and then the other sheriff hits him and knocks him in. And he's a big, tall, black, you know, Southern sheriff. And, um, what's his name gets out. Jackie Gleason gets out and he says, Hey boy, where's, um, where's sheriff so-and-so. And he's like, I'm sure so-and-so. And he's like, oof, He's like, I thought you'd be uh, taller, <laughs> you know. Um, it's just uh, it, you just couldn't get away with that. I mean, yeah. it, it's a time. It, and, but the '70s, so you, it, well, comedy Archie Bunker. I mean, you couldn't get away with Archie Bunker. Today. It's true. So and that was on regular TV. That was a re- yeah. That was regular yeah. TV. So yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, Blazing Saddles, like so good. The phone booth in the middle of the desert. <laughs> Somebody better go back and get a shitload of nines. <laughs> 
I mean, that's and that's also Blazing Saddles, I think, set the table for other movies that came later. Right. It's that kind of slapstick making fun of the situation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, how many movies have done that over time? And I think that set the template for it. I mean, in a different way, but it's still it opened the door to a lot of new ways of comedy in the movies. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, and, and then you get they kind of they snowball for of that. And then we as we I mean, what else do we have in the 70s? Animal House. Oh, Anna, fuck, Animal House. We probably should have led with that. We probably should have. I think that's the number. We had that. Yeah, that was that was first on the list. But I mean, there's probably been, I mean, how many toga parties since that movie came out? I, so I personally that, was a part of so four that, of them. So that brings up a good point. And <laughs> what's that? I personally was a part of four of them. <laughs> um, that Yeah, fraternity. I mean, how many fraternities keyed themselves off of that movie? Oh, with we did a whole party based on Animal House. Everybody wore togas. I, I mean, I went as Julius Condom, and I put condoms all over my toga, and yeah, I was uh, handing out the gift of you know sex for the evening. So <laughs> practice safe sex, ladies and gentlemen. It would have been funny if you poked like pinholes in all of those. I did staple it to my <laughs> to my toga, so it wasn't the most thought out thing, but uh, it was funny. No, awesome. Um, but that but the whole generation of fraternities from that point or use that oh, as, a, yeah. as a model um you know just a great classic mo- i mean just a great classic movie so um you who did was that reitman that was i so, honestly i don't know because it was a little before my time as far as like to know yeah. probably the background of all that i mean i've seen the movie lots of times but it might have oh ramus harold ramus that's who wrote it okay um he's and uh which which leads into caddyshack Okay, Which so it was the same guy that did the same guy get the the Caddyshack. Okay, so then you could so now you get if that's a classic movie, you bring that to like the next because I, I guess here's a theme I think we will probably hit on tonight too is if you have the similar writers or similar actors or whatever that may be, you're gonna get similar comedy. Right. Well, that's how you get the typecast thing, yeah. right? But I think you're right because I think so. We already talked Blazing Saddles opened the door to different economies. So did so did Animal House, and then I, I think you know again. So you got the it opened up new waves in the into the 80s, but then also in the 70s we already talked Smokey and the Bandit, which by the way, like did that do a ton for the Trans Am also? Like that's I've wanted a Trans Am. Oh, to- yeah, totally. almost my entire life because of Smokey and the Bandit. Like I, I still want one to this day. <laughs> Honest God. Um, then you have up and smoke. Michael will be on autotrader.com later <laughs> looking for a 79. If anybody could uh, burn me a good. Uh, <laughs> if you could burn me one of those, that'd be great as well. Up and smoke, right? So you, you kind of had yeah. an introduction in a weed comedy um, from Cheech and Chong. Um, I, I, I told you this day, but funny story when I met my wife, you know, we were 15, 16, uh, her younger brother was six years old and Hey Derek, what's your favorite movie up in smoke? (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. You got the the six year old guy where he's watching up in smoke. His favorite song. No joke at that time was mama talking to me, trying to tell me how to live. (laughs) I don't remember that song. You don't? No, I don't. I've seen up in smoke, but it's been so long. I I don't remember. I'm. You, you know what's funny? Like it's, it's good that two guys are are talking movies because guys are notorious for like remembering lines from movies. I mean, I just rattled off Smoking the Bandit lines. Yeah, um, everybody can run. Um, Animal House can you know what am I? What am I now? And he stuffs all when Belushi stuffs all the <laughs> stuff in there. 
I'm a zit. Get it? You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, it's going to be a good ride here tonight as we, You're as right. we quote lines from all the all these movies. That's pretty much how it is anytime like, we have a guy's night out. It's usually like farting, sports, and movies. Yeah. And but comedy, but comedy movies. You guys don't sit down and like, hey, what do you guys think of Shawshank? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Well, maybe Shawshank's actually pretty good. But, well, but you're right. Not, I'm like, did you not... guys see Philadelphia? <laughs> Man. So it really hit home, you know, like, no, you're not going to quote a line from Philadelphia. <laughs> no, you're 100% or right. you're not going to quote a line. Even you're not going to quote a line from Shawshank. No, I won't. Yeah. Um, but everybody's going to quote, um, Oh, Mrs. Heaven dash, you know, from Bill Murray's line when he's <laughs> washing the golf balls. Um, like I told you, naked gun, one of my favorite lines oh, naked ever. Gun's a good one. Like a blind man in an orgy. I had to feel my way through. <laughs> I've, <laughs> you know what's a great line? I mean, I'll go back to Kedishek because I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a golfer, so it. I don't know. There isn't, there isn't a when you're playing in a foursome. If somebody doesn't quote a line from Kedishek, oh, yeah. then you don't know the fucking people. No, 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 It's in the hole. <laughs> but the um, it, it, he's got 375 yards. He's got a six iron. <laughs> And you're like, what? <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> the greenskeeper from from where I don't I forgot where he's from, but uh, oh yeah, I don't. He's going to win the Masters. <laughs> My kids will even watch it for the Gopher. <laughs> like even little kids will watch Caddyshack. <laughs> um, what's the the one the line I love the best? The the, the series of lines. It's it's Murray, but where he's talking about caddying for the Dalai Lama, and he's like, some caddying for the Lama. He goes. <laughs> Long, he's long, long hitter, the llama, and he goes, and he goes, he goes, we get done, and he's gonna stiff me, and I go, hey, hey, how about something for the effort? On your deathbed, you receive total consciousness. So I've got that going for me. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh every time. Hey, llama, how about something for the effort? Oh damn! See, see, see what I mean? These are classics and always will yeah. be. No, I agree. Um, so, we, all right. So, we've already transitioned to the 80s now, right? Mm-hmm. So, you had Airplane. Like, that was, again, that just, like, over-the-top, stupid, funny. But it was one of the first, right? I mean, it's... Wish that- I, this probably wasn't a good time to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Snoop Dogg made a remake of it. And that's how good it was. That Well, that but it wasn't as good as the original. Oh, God, no. No, but I mean, I'm saying they at least paid... That's hip-hop, right? They pay yeah. homage to everything, oh, allegedly. Another, airplane, another great line. <laughs> Uh, Johnson, tell me everything from the beginning. Well, first the earth cooled, then the dinosaurs <laughs> came, then they died, and then the Arabs came. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking writes that stuff? Oh man, so good. Yeah. Um, I mean, what else we got? Um, so, so the '80s. So we also started to get into a little bit of Saturday Night Live and their influence a little bit. In, in yeah. The, well, the, do we have blue, we have Blues Brothers up there, don't we? We didn't. Um, that so had to be eighties, right? Blues Brothers. It was, definitely, 80s. It was early eighties. Yeah. So right with Dan Aykroyd, uh, John Belushi. Belushi. I mean, and plus, first of all, those guys were awesome. Like as musicians, like you know. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they songs. could sing and and sing. And, yeah. Awesome, really good dancers. It was awesome. Was that the first? That would have been the first kind of Saturday Night Live skit. Because yeah. there, there was probably blue- the first really memorable one, right? Yeah, and that made it what made a successful movie. Yeah. And it was a long time after that that there were a lot of unsuccessful Saturday Night Live movies, and probably till Wayne's World. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Superstar was awful. That was way after Wayne's yeah. World. It was pretty bad, right? There were some other bad movies, but yeah. So I mean, that's where you got because SNL opened us up to other comedians being mainstream, like bringing stand-up guys, yeah. you know, to to TV. Some of them we didn't know their stand-up until after, right? Eddie Murphy. Who's right? I know. It still kills me. We didn't really hit on Eddie Murphy when we talked comedy. Yeah, we've got to go. Instance. We've got to go back. We got to bring that. We back. got to bring that back in a, in a later episode. So. But I mean, his movies, especially in the eighties, Trading Places, Coming to America. I mean, on almost every phone call I'm on, when they say, "Hey, how you doing today, Mike?" I say, "Oh, it's a beautiful day in Zamunda," which is from Coming to America. Um, Stop. I, that, that's just that's awful. It's it's a good fucking line. It's dude. not a good line. How is it a good line? Because that's what they say in the movie. <laughs> well, it's a great I, fucking movie. I, and what else am I supposed to quote? The royal penis is clean, <laughs> your highness? I can't say that on a work call. <laughs> It'd be awesome if you did, because then we'd be doing this full time. <laughs> now be prepared. You sweat from a baboon's balls. I can't say that to a customer either. Arsenio Hall. That was it. Like, yes. Well, he was, did Arsenio do a stand-up? I don't remember Arsenio. Yeah, Arsenio did stand-up. I don't honestly. I don't, I don't know. So that introduced me to Arsenio, and then of course, ooh, 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 show. Oh, yeah. But I mean, so, so you know, just to get away from the stand-up thing for a minute, the two of those guys in Coming to America played what, like twelve characters? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that so that's a great. So now you've got Tyler Perry. You've got who's the other one? That does all, um, uh, shit, I can't think of it. Uh, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, sorry, I couldn't think of Martin Lawrence's name. Yeah, yeah. They, they, now they're doing like all the characters, and yeah, it, I mean they're they're taking their cues I from think that. Murphy's still the best at it, though, man. Yeah. What was, yeah. What the, is that velvet? Yeah, it was, was the, the yeah, Jewish, been the guy. Ju- Jewish guy. <laughs> Figured you'd like that one. Yeah. What the fuck, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but just uh, James Earl Jones was in Coming to America. He was the dad, King Joffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the mom? Uh, she was famous. She was. She did other stuff too. That I don't remember to be honest. Was she the one? On, she was she in Fresh Prince? No, I don't think so. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, um, that's a uh, Coming to America was funny. We've seen it. Um, but I love the tie-in because Coming to America came after Trading Places. Yes. Oh, because they had the yes. tie-in. Remember they had yes. a tie-in at the end the with the there. old guys because they were broke. And yes. he's like, Edward, we're back in. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I'm not talking to you, Mortimer. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Oh, the trading places was so good. Yeah. Dan Although, Aykroyd. I, I, it, as funny as it was, the whole gorilla, the whole gorilla scene in the towards the end was I was like, eh, I don't know about that one. It but that's a comedy, who gives a shit? But um I mean Jamie Kurt, Jamie Lee Curtis was topless in it. Yeah, you can't argue yeah, with that. That makes me a little happier. <laughs> I watch it just for that. I pause out of that one scene and I watch that. That was one. the first time like why we stopped. I remember as a kid, I didn't know what that movie was, and we were flipping through, like my buddy had HBO, and that was on and she had her top off. And we obviously we stopped, you know, we were eight, nine years old. We knew, we didn't know what we were watching, but we knew we liked <laughs> boobs. <laughs> I don't know any guy that doesn't like boobs. I you, everybody go Man, the tits on her are great, and you're like, they're like, eh, I don't, eh, eh. I'm way too that. comfortable to lay my head on. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> if you don't like boobs, fuck you, man. You're un American. You're gay. <laughs> Actually, no. Even even like gay guys, sure they like yeah, they'd be like, like, hey, those are that's a pretty, like, you know, I'm not interested in them, but those are really nice. That's a nice rack. That's a nice rack. <laughs> Kudos to you and your bra. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, old man? 
Um, we were told to dirty this up, remember? <laughs> that's, that's, that is very true. <laughs> um, okay, so sticking with the 80s. Um, all right, so we got Trading Places. Um, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop still with Eddie Murphy. So is good. That, okay, let, uh, let's back up a second. That was, I guess, when, you, when we talk comedy movies, you look at like, Blazing Saddles, and that's funny kind of all the way through, right? Um, you look at... Smoking the band. Well, smoking the had some serious scenes in there. Um, but when I think of like a true kind of comedy Caddyshack, right? Caddyshack. Non-stop laughter. Non-stop Airplane laughter. Non-stop. Air- non-stop, non-stop laughter. You get into like Beverly Hills Cop, and there was like some serious undertone. It was more of like a comedy drama. I mean, that's a it. I probably classify well, it as right a comedy. Then. You're right. But it's. I mean, now they call comedy drama. It's probably a little less drama, but it's not. 90% comedy. It, they actually had the right, like a pseudo serious storyline yeah. that they injected comedy into. Like, com- I mean, Blazing Saddles, right? was just, everything was nonstop, funny, hilarious, yeah. stupid. Mungo um, punches the horse in it. <laughs> right. Um, whereas, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say that's a good call. Beverly Hills Cop was that little more, it had a lot more serious parts, right? I mean, there's, yeah. Yeah. Still good. I mean, it introduced us to Axel Foley. So Excellent. one of my favorite movie characters just overall. Great Excellent. laugh. There was three of those, and he did three of those, didn't he? He did. Even though I like the third one, which I think most people Which was didn't. the third one? I don't remember. Um, Wonder World. Wonder World. Um, I'm trying to think of like the... They had to go to Wonder World. Somebody was taking it over, and Eddie Murphy was there to save the day. Save Uncle Dave. Mm-hmm. Dave? Huh? No? All right. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lost on that one. All right. It, well, it was underrated, but I don't think it did very well. Um, I liked it just probably because I'm an Eddie Murphy fan. I mean, I well, he's a genius. I mean, Eddie I've genius. stayed with him. I know a lot of people think his movies weren't great, but I mean, we don't have him on this list. But like the uh, Nutty Professor movies, are, I'm a huge fan of as well. Yeah, I'm because he's it still had his comedy throughout it. Yeah, it, it at the end of the day, he's talented. Yes. Whether whether the movie's good or bad, you, you walk away like he's a talented guy. He's absolutely talented. Remember what was the fucking song he did? Party all the time. Party all the time. My girl wants to. <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah, to yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was actually, I was thinking about our last episode about when we were talking about one hit wonders and you're like, you got to sing, you got to sing. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not singing. And I'm like, I got to do something. We now, got so. it now. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now. You're right. That was a good song. Good falsetto. I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm a solid falsetto. <laughs> like the Michael McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the one song? What's the Doobie Brothers song? That you think? I can think of it right now, but does it, 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 it Dude, Michael <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> I don't know how we got on this, but man, know. am I glad we did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Fragmental, Mike. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean Eddie Murphy. I mean he was man. He might have been the king of the eighties. I mean because SNL. I mean people forget what he was. On, he was only on SNL like two years, wasn't he? Two or three. It's a, it was a short time. He still might be the like. If no, you had, he had rank, to be longer than that, right? I don't think it was. I don't know. Um, we'll have to put but, our but, fact checker on it. I'm going with two years. Yeah. If fact checker, if you're listening, <laughs> get on that shit. Um, well, it's funny. Like you, speaking of Chevy Chase was well, he wasn't. He wasn't a cat. Chevy Chase wasn't a cast member, was he? Hey, it was. Was Chevy Chase a cast member or Bill Murray a cast member? I feel like they no, both no, no. Were. They it, Chevy Different Chase was on for a year. Like no, because yeah. I think they didn't get along, and then Chevy left. Because he was on for like a year or something. It was short. Anyway. That's what I was going to say. He's another one who yeah, w- I mean, good impact, but yeah. he wasn't there for very long. 
We'll have to get in touch with our general fact checker. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Saturday Night Live, because um, actually that plays, I think Saturday Night Live from for you and I is kind of like, it's kind of our a child life adulthood scenario. Because yeah. if you look it up here, we've got Chevy Chase is on there. We've got Vacation on here. Who doesn't remember? Like That's a classic. That's oh, another yeah. classic comedy, Vacation. So good. Yeah. Where he falls asleep. And he wakes up in the, whoop, we're here, after like nearly <laughs> killing the family. Um, um, they're so good. Oh, it was like, this looks like, uh, what's his name? What was his name in the movie? The son? No, the Chevy Chase's character. Uh, I want to say Chuck, but that's not right. Um, I can't think of it. Anyway, it's like, this doesn't look like a safe neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, honey, it's fine. Bang, roll him up. <laughs> But but a lot of the lot of Saturday Night Live characters are kind of in our as we're trying to think of movies and again like our one hit wonders and like a comedy and like we um, I think this is episode five like in all of these fucking episodes we're gonna leave a ton of things out because yeah. this is too much to cover but um the, the there's a theme of just Saturday Night Live <clears throat> through a lot of this Wayne's World um, Vacation Caddyshack uh, Happy Gilmore um, what else is on there. That you know what I mean? There's a yeah. there's a theme. Will Ferrell, the Will Ferrell movies are on here as well too. So yeah, SNL had. I mean, it has an impact. If, now that we're going through this, I mean, in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, uh, some at different levels though, right? So yeah. like you talked about it, so we can transition right in the 90s. You had well, you know what? No, I'm going to stick with the 80s um, because you said Blues Brothers. That was a skit on Saturday, Saturday Night Live, Live. Right. so that was really the first skit that they made a movie out of, and I'd say the movie was pretty damn successful. Right. They did what? Did oh yeah, pseudo remake, right? Blue Brothers two thousand with John yeah. Goodman. It, yeah, and, and um, um, good was Ackroyd was in that too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was still he's, he's still, still there. there. So you, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back to something you did. We were talking about Animal House and how like the fraternities kind of not they didn't all copy it, but they took elements of it because yeah. that's a good movie. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, I had a I, I had a friend in high school that ordered literally ordered a pizza. And had it delivered to the classroom, <laughs> and everybody thought he was the fucking coolest kid in town because he because <laughs> he had seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High before everybody else had. Um, but Forrest Whitaker is in that. Remember, he was the badass defensive oh, yeah. back. Um, Spicoli, fucking Spicoli. Spicoli, yeah. Um, does, iconic, iconic uh, character. Right oh, there. absolutely iconic. Like where they wreck his Camaro. It's like my dad's a Steve repairman. They got an awesome set of tools. We can fix this. <laughs> That had a semi-serious undertone to it as well, too, right? Because it, it, she she has the abortion, she kind of gets knocked up by that fucking cheesy fucking dude, <laughs> the fucking scalper. Yeah, what the hell was his name? Uh, Dwayne. Dwayne. That was his name. <laughs> do you have a Dwayne? Do you know a Dwayne in like high school or anything? Like that? Do you know a Dwayne? Do you have any Dwaynes? Um, I mean. When my dad was like cons promoting, there was Dwayne who was like in the background of a lot of. No, no, no! Like people went to school, like high school. No. Where they went, Dwayne. No. There was a Dwayne in my high school. It's an interesting name, Dwayne. It is D W A Y N E. I think. Or is it D U A N E? No, that's Dwayne. Dwayne. You get you. Found I mean, me? I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, um, I don't think you, I don't think you do. No, I do. One's D W. One's D U. So I hear you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But um. But that's you know mock you know mimicking that stuff. So I didn't. But uh. What? I mean, I didn't grow up with a lot of Dwayne's. But then because that was an early <laughs> '80s movie, right? Are we fucking talk about Dwayne. It was an early '80s movie. 
that was what eight the best ever yeah that's yeah, totally yeah. earlier than the movie yeah so i mean the Dwayne kids were probably born in the night or <laughs> in the in the 70s yeah it's probably after it was a 70s movie it was a 70s thing um funny uh who else was in that judge reinhold was in that as yeah, well yeah he was also in beverly hills cop right yep. so yeah that guy's been around. He's did, like did, an awkward funny. Yeah. He? You know what's interesting is um, we talked about this in One Hit Wonders about do they do they acknowledge, you know, like Rick Astley owns that. It owns that. <laughs> Actually, he was on. I was watching Graham. You ever seen Graham Norton? The Graham Norton yeah. show? He was on the Graham British Norton. Guy, right? What's that? The British the, yeah, guy, right? Irish. But yeah. Um, but uh, Astley was on. Like, And I was like, after we had done the episode. Yeah. And he's like, totally fucking cool with it. He didn't like... They were asking about Rick rolling. We we're talking about Rick rolling. This is <laughs> the timing of this was fucking perfect. And he said his daughter came to him. He said, "Dad, you ever hear this Rick rolling thing?" He's like, "No." He's like, and he got into it. He goes, and he said, "Does it bother you?" Um, Graham Norton asked him if it bothers me. He's like, "No," because I realized it wasn't. It's not about me or the song. It's about they're playing a they're they're playing a prank. It's the they're yeah. just using the song as a as they could Rick roll to. To like a to Rick James song if they felt like yeah. it, you know what I mean. So he's like, and he goes, "It's fine." It kind of keeps it up and going. And um, but fucking Rick Astley, he's had a resurgence, man. Yeah, he has. He's got so, a new album out. I might go fucking really? get it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, the dude can sing. Yeah, <laughs> fucking guy can sing. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's, let's bring it back. Okay, I'll reel it back in here. So, um. Spinal Tap. So yeah, we so mockumentary, right? Yeah. Spinal Tap was really the introduction of mockumentaries. So, um, right. So for those who haven't seen it, right, it, it's following this '80s hair band, Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just kind of follows. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend. It's it, you have to go. Watch. It's just it's good. It's 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 just good. Well, because it's right. It's making fun of like how douchey the kind of '80s hair bands guys were behind the scenes and well, all it's, that. And it just that that rock star mentality, like having green M and M's and and shit like that. You know, um, what was the like his the his amp goes to eleven? Why does it just go to ten? Because this one goes to eleven. Eleven. Well, what was what's what's the difference? It's eleven. It's, it's more. It's eleven. Doesn't, but all amps go to ten. This, why does this one just go to ten? Because this goes to eleven. Goes to 11. <laughs> just the, like the absurdity of like it doesn't make a fucking difference, but it's just one better than everybody else. Um, but the, the drummer kept exploding self um, spontaneous combustion. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean this. So this actually introduced us to. A, I mean, so the Office was huge, right in the two thousands and two thousand tens. I mean, that was a mockumentary. Really? Office, yeah. Were, yeah. Do, so, Best in Show. Have you seen Best, Best in, in Show? show. Uh, so I've never seen it, but I've heard it's hilarious. It's it's hysterical. It's about dog show owners and, and like <clears throat> they're owners of people that own dogs that yeah. for dog shows. And just the absurdity of um, Parker Posey. You know Parker Posey? You know Parker Posey? Yeah. If you saw her, you yeah, probably yeah, yeah. you probably remember. Um, I forgot who's in that. But she has like, they're doing, they have like championship poodles or whatever. And they're like, they're super hype like they're super they trim their nails and they're getting their hair shampooed just over just completely overdone and they freak out because of the because they they f- couldn't remember to find the woobie or further for their dog or something like that so it's uh uh it just the absurdity of of that as well too so um 
Yeah, I mean that opened that opened up to a lot of things with the mockumentary, because I think we've got we've had, we've had movies with that, we've had TV shows with it, um, and we kind of talked about Sasha Baron Cohen a little bit. Um, I mean, that kind of really opened up that genre, right? I mean, he took it a little far by making the prank on normal people, but it's still the same premise that's taking you kind of behind it's the still, scenes there. It's a still bit like, right? yeah, but it's it's supposed to be like reality TV, like, you know, yeah. Spinal Tap and Dog Show, Best in Show. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a variation of that. So yeah. it goes back to also, I mean, and I'm sure the movies we started with in the 70s are probably themed off of, Movies from the '60s and '50s, and you know, just variations of yeah, it. But who so gives shit about those. They were from the '50s. No. <laughs> this took, I love a good um, "The Road to Wherever" with Bing Crosby and, and Bob Hope. Those I've never are, seen it, but I told are, you, Doctor Strange Love. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that was that Mel Brooks. That wasn't Mel Brooks, was it? I don't know. Mel Brooks did something. Else. It was definitely his type of humor. But history I, of the world. You ever see history of the world? That's a Mel that's Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yeah. yeah, that's another good one. Oh, Mel Brooks was the king. Yeah. Man. What was it? Um, Still around. What's that? I can't think of the one line. Jewish man. Jump the queen. Remember they had the they had the they had like a the giant human chessboard, and like jump the queen, and everybody like goes and they like and they start humping the queen. <laughs> I don't remember, but man, I want to. Yeah, you got it. That's a that's a good one. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So shifting back to so now we're into the '90s, and we talked about SNL really having an impact i i think none bigger than the 90s so we talked about wayne's world early 90s it took another skit it really introduced us to mike myers who i mean the guy's a genius as a writer the guy can play multiple characters um plus the movie i, I just love the wayne's world movies one and two two wasn't as good but they're still both one, awesome. yeah one one was the one was Another, I, I, you, you, I kind of key on these lines, but like the Kim Basinger character where he wants Garth to kill her husband. Yeah, that's it, where I was yeah. going with Wayne's World. Yeah, too. it's just, it's so good. Like, Garth, uh, can I be Frank? Frank? <laughs> can I still be Garth? <laughs> Take me, Garth. Where? where? <laughs> I'm low on, you don't have any clothes on and I'm low on fuel. <laughs> uh, the Garth character I love. So oh. good. Dana Carvey, man. Oh, God. Dana Carvey. <laughs> oh, I love that line. <laughs> Take me. I'm low on gas and you know, you need a coat or something like that. <laughs> and she carries him, <laughs> slams his head in the wall. <laughs> can I be Frank? Okay. Can I still be Garth? <laughs> in the first Wayne's World. See, guys, this is what we're talking about. We're going to quote the hell out of these movies. I don't know. Who's trying to kill you, Mr. Donut Man? I don't know, but they better not. And then he starts stabbing all the donuts. <laughs> so here's, here's what's funny. So that was Aurora, Illinois, right? They were in Aurora, yeah. Illinois. Um, so when I first moved to Aurora, I literally went looking for a Stan Makita's. Did you? Really? I'm like, where's the Stan Makita's? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, from Wayne's World, the Stan Makita's. like, that's fictional. There's not a Stan Makita's no, here. You don't I'm understand. Like, it looks legit. <laughs> Fuck is Stan they McKee. said Aurora, <laughs> Illinois, goddammit. Even though the backdrop looked like Southern California. <laughs> I just made Mike choke. He's drinking some water. That, Since, was, and what, that was even one of the lines in the movie, wasn't it? Like, I swear to God, that was one of the, the, one of the things in the movie. Oh, God. It did it look like Southern California. <laughs> yeah. We're in Aurora, Illinois. Why are there fucking palm trees in Aurora, Illinois? It's mostly corn lots and ice. <laughs> Oh man, but that was so good. Introduced us to uh, Tia Carrera. Oh, Tia Carrera. What happened to her career, though? I don't know. She was so fucking man, hot she in that. Was hot. She was. 
What were we listening to? Everybody was kung fu fighting. Oh. <laughs> also, maybe Winds War Two was funnier to me. Another one of my the fight scene with her dad <laughs> with the delayed voices. <laughs> yes, that dude. Like, that oh. dude is fu- that is, her dad was great because he was yes. in Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. So oh, I have he's to. Been in a ton of stuff. I have to mention Big Trouble in Little China. Um. Because that's one of, actually that's one of my wife's favorite movies of all time. Yeah, Big Trouble. Oh, totally. And um, I loved it when I was a kid. But the best the, the in the opening scene, I think the opening scene where he's driving the truck, and he goes, and he's on the CB, and nobody's fucking listening, but he's just talking, <laughs> like kind of us right now. Nobody's listening, but <laughs> we're talking. Um, uh, he goes, what did he? Say? What's he say? He says, uh, you know, when when the chips are down, or when the when the what, you know when you when things come due and they said Jack, have you paid your dues? Have you paid the piper, Jack? Yup, checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Love that line. Well, I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. Oh, Big I remember Little, loving it as a kid. Big Trouble in Little China is a great movie. It's another comedy movie. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, Wait, Tia Carrera. That was a good. With the, 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 the well, that's they're saying. Hey, can you can we speak in Cantonese? <laughs> yeah, but we'll have to dub it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so with, is is Wayne's World's like the the kind of one of the first ones that I can remember. I'm probably wrong here. We'll have the general check, fact checker get that straight. But um, where they broke the fourth wall because he'd look at the camera and and talk to the like, like talk to the audience. well. That's where I was gonna say like right. That's where this is Spinal Tap really because they talk to the camera. Well, right. but the Spinal Tap talked to the camera because it was like a mock. Yeah, it was like a documentary. So there, this wasn't that this, way. Gotcha, yeah, this wasn't gotcha. that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for agreeing. Yeah, Kurt. you're welcome. <laughs> no, you're right. Because he would. He played to the camera. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I don't mean to dump on you. Come on. <laughs> you know, they did that. And it's exactly what he said. The camera guy started to walk away and he's like, oh, oh come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Wayne's World. Man, I love those movies. Yeah. So. As, so as we get into, and we got to make sure that we kind of stay on topic here. But um, as we get, we we kind of covered spoof movies. Um, I don't know if the level. I think the level of comedy is is. I don't know if it's better. Maybe. I I think it might be. We think it's better. Maybe maybe the level of comedy is the same. But maybe we think it's better. But I think as you get into the eighties, and then you get into the nineties, and we'll talk about some movies from the two thousands, even the two thousand tens. And we 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 were talking about this earlier, the technology aspect of it kind of starts to make a difference because now you're the the movies aren't running as long in the theater. They're going then they run to they now I mean movies today they have a run in the theater to probably a certain dollar amount. If they start to slip to a certain dollar amount, then now it's off to DVD. And then after the DVD, you know they put it out on DVD. And then after after DVD, then it goes to like a then Netflix picks it up or HBO or whatever on demand or whatever on on demand, right? Um, You know the Apple TVs, Amazon Mm -hmm. Primes, and stuff like that. So then, so the stream of dollars continues. Like where Blazing Saddles, when that movie run was over, it's kind of the end of the end of the well end of the theatrical kind of stream. I mean, now they're, they're getting royalties and stuff because they're playing on a TV and stuff like that. But, the, but those movies come way later into a TV or it, 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 yeah. what, from an accessibility perspective. Well, you're right because back then VHS wasn't really available yet. Right. So I know we 
we kind of talked about that last or, last, or third podcast mm-hmm. on you know kind of porn was kind of help help facilitate right, right moving to VHS and that opened up a whole, a whole other revenue stream as far as these movies go right yeah absolutely so um, as we said in episode three I, porn was kind of dictated the Betamax versus VHS scenario so um, you know because Sony wouldn't let them put porn on Betamax so they once again the fuck v- you Sony. Well, uh, Sony did okay without porn. I mean, they're still around, so um, I That's mean, they're they're, they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. They're doing okay. It's in the eye of the beholder, dude. <laughs> in my, it, from a financial perspective, I think they're doing just fine. Now, the porn industry is still doing great. No, there's no no slip there, but um, but now you've got uh, well, there is a slip. Yeah. <laughs> Slipped it in. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, jokes never die, dude. <laughs> They just they just fade away. <laughs> um, you get uh, now you get like I said now they're going to and now you have direct to DVD now you yeah. even had you even had direct to VHS at, at some a lot of the you know their movies were going direct to Those VHS are like awful movies so right? they're absolutely terrible movies but you I guess direct to DVD is probably still still not great, still but, terrible but yeah. you know what's funny about this though is Netflix is picking we're picking up movies like on the end of their run oh yeah now they're making their own movies yeah and there's no theatrical release. I think I saw I heard something about Bird Box. Now this is Netflix's number, but somebody said Bird Box had they Netflix said that 45 million people watched Bird Box. Wow. Now I don't want to watch it. And it's not a comedy, but we're getting off tangent, but um the point is is that the tech, as technology gets in and streaming is available that the it, it the quality of the comedy I don't necessarily needs to doesn't I don't think needs to be there because they're going to drive this revenue stream for decades. Yeah. And they'll get back. At some point, they're going to get back whatever they spent on it. Obviously. So to keep it with comedy, all of Adam Sandler's movies now are on Netflix. Like, it, when was the last time he came out with something in the theater? I think that's my boy. In like 2012 or so. Since then, it's been all Netflix. I mean, all the stuff he's making today. Yeah. yeah. And they're not... Unfortunately, I hate to say this because I'm a big Adam Sandler fan. Hey. You know, represent my Jewish brethren there, but um, a lot of his newer movies aren't great, but they're on Netflix, and they're still, they still have that same Sandler, like, fart joke funny. But it's just overall, the movies aren't hilarious. Hmm. I, I'm, not, I'm not, I, not a Sandler fan. It does, not, I mean, people find him funny, and he, he does okay, and he, it probably more, he's probably talented. I mean, he's pretty talented. Um, oh, hell yeah. I mean, he's made a shitload of money. He made a ton of movies. Well, he just got out of the holidays, so the Hanukkah, they brought the Hanukkah out of, you know, out of its crate and played that. Uh, what's, the, what's the name of that song? The Hanukkah song. The Han- is that what's called, the Hanukkah song? It's called the Hanukkah song. Well, there we go. I got well, it Well, right. so he's got a, uh, so talking about Netflix, he's got a special on there. I know this is more stand-up, but because um, uh, my wife and I went and saw him uh, last year, and it was on Netflix. Did it, He did a, actually a really good song uh, about Chris Farley. I don't know if you've seen it uh, on Netflix. Um, really good. Nope. So he's actually a talented dude, not just comedy, play guitar. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know why we're talking about this right now, but yes. Okay. Um, but it, it goes along with it goes along with Netflix, and it yeah. goes along with the technology piece of it. So you know, when you make like a Blazing Saddles, you got to get it. You you need to get that needs to be that good to draw people to the theater to get those dollars to pay for that movie yeah. to get all of that. And that was it. That you're right. That was, that was at that time that was the only revenue. And show. that was probably up and up and through the eighties, probably mid eighties. I mean, when did VHS kind of start to take off? Oh, was that early to mid eighties? Mid mid eighties. So um and I don't know if they went to VHS from there or not, but um 
But when you get into the '90s and the 2000s, you know what do we got for 2000s movies? Um, Anchorman. I mean, that's that's a but that's that's a pretty funny movie. Anchorman's oh, it's cool. one of my favorite yeah. movies of all time. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, the Ron Burgundy character it, motherfucker has a podcast coming out. I don't know if you knew that. Ron Burgundy does. Does he really? Yeah. He's so gonna I'm need like, it after the Sherlock movie. <laughs> yeah, that's you were telling yeah, me it's it doing was, awful. It's uh, the, the I haven't seen it, and uh, John C. Riley to me is like is fucking uber talented i mean to yeah. go he was uh, they did talladega nights um shake and bake, shake and bake. <laughs> um and then they're doing this one together now it, and i watched anchorman three the other day and he plays the ghost of stonewall jackson <laughs> it's fucking all i love that i only watch anchorman three there's for an that. anchorman three yeah i've only seen anchorman one and two there's Anchorman three where he goes. That's where they start cable news network. Like it's like the CNN where they go twenty four hour news. Yeah, that was Anchorman two. No, that was three. It was two. Was that two? Yeah, it was two. It's one of my favorite movies. Anchorman is. Where they bring like the the Canadian news yes. and then the Brit- and then what's his name shows up Sasha Baron Cohen as the British Broadcasting Network. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that was two. I thought that was three. Oh, you see the dinner scene in that movie. The dinner scene. Oh, where he goes, where she goes, he goes home with what's her name? Well, so at this point, is his black girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm just trying to break down the rules of assimilation. <laughs> and he says the most fucked up shit. What now? Well, one of you pipe hitting bitches past me. <laughs> potatoes i mean he's just he goes so far he's like he's like like, look i'm just breaking down the the walls here mama's in the kitchen big old titties (laughs) cooking big old titties (laughs) oh it's (laughs) anchorman 2 overall wasn't very funny Oh my god! I cried laughing so hard that, watching that. That's a good scene. scene. I, I always like the fights. I mean, I always like the the fight scenes are great. <laughs> they are. Randolph Mantooth. <laughs> um, the but the I I the Dorothy the, Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> uh, the Jim Carrey, the Canadian broadcasting, <laughs> yeah. and they bring in like they've got like Jim Carrey. They've got like Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> From he's the sport ESPN, um, and then Tim Robbins is like the NPR, or yeah, PBS, PBS. That's where they like he goes, Is that the ghost of Stonewall Jackson? <laughs> yes, and he's like, he, And uh, who's the dude, the, the Sex Panther dude? Um, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd's like. He goes, well, that's more that's more mythical. Than, oh, no, the Minotaur. He's got a Minotaur. Well, that's more mythical than historical. The History Channel. That's what it was, the History Channel. The History Channel. And he's like, you guys are forgetting. That's the ghost of Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> and then John C. Riley's like, uh, may, with a, with a big southern draw, may the, the blood spilled on this battlefield. You know, he does this big, long, like, speech going, like, reward you in heaven. <laughs> So talking about movie lines, if we're going to talk about Anchorman, you got to say the, quite possibly the best one ever. You know, they've done research. 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> it works every time, 60% of the time. Isn't <laughs> That's it? what I said. Yeah. 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> and then, You know, it's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. I love lamp. <laughs> Do you really love the lamp? <laughs> or are you just saying you love things in the room? <laughs> um, that got out of hand. <laughs> I, killed, killed a guy. I, I, I can't. 
I saw that. You should get out of the country. <laughs> you should probably lay low. <laughs> when he's leaning back with a bear, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, it's it, so the just Ron Burgundy is such an iconic movie character because you got like you got the guy with a great stash, ultimate bravado, right? Like, <laughs> oh man, it's such a good movie. Um, My brother and I like we'll get to having a, a few beers and we'll just go for a half hour just quoting Anchorman lines back and forth. Yeah, I, I, it's the, that's a guy thing. It's a total. <laughs> it, that, how many people? How many women do you know? That's just like, how do you guys remember that stuff? And you're like, oh, I, I don't. Time. I don't know. I just you just do. I mean, right, and you're you just, like, I don't know what they're talking about. And then you start, somebody else says something, and you're like, ah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, Brick killed it. And like, out of nowhere, somebody says something, like, and Brick killed the guy. And they're like, oh, yeah, really? <laughs> um, and the, this and guy the, knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. And the women are like, well, I don't, that wasn't funny. I don't, I don't get that. What, what Brick? So is Anchorman going to be a classic, like a, like an Animal House or a Blazing Saddles? So. So in the 2000s where you probably have some of the changing because that's also the longest list we have here. I think the 2000s had some really well, great comedies. I don't know. We'll have to talk about some of these. Anchorman, I think, depends. And here's the reason I say that. Will Ferrell isn't universally, universally liked. There are a lot of people who think his comedy is dumb as shit. Because like, he, he certainly has a style in almost every one of his movies that he's going to do. And um, uh, there are a lot of people who aren't into that. So I don't know if it'll... To me, it's going to be an all-time great because it's one of my favorites. I think there's going to be a lot of people that'll say, hell no. Yeah, I, 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 yeah true. I, I would say that. Um, but you've got... For the 2000... What's funny is, is the, the closer we got to like this time frame, is the list got longer because we could remember more. <laughs> You're probably right. I, but I, even the list got longer when we were looking online to help us come up with these. Yeah, that's true too. And the, like Dodgeball... <laughs> I mean, that Dodgeball resurrected Jason Bateman's career. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the one line I use all the time and people fucking start cracking up? It's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> Where he blindfolds himself. On the Ocho. Yeah, the Ocho. <laughs> Catches down on the Ocho. He's blindfolding himself. I don't think he's going to be able to see. <laughs> it was, you're right. It did. It brought Bateman it brought back. Bateman back. It's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> Yeah, another Gary, one. And, fucking Gary Cole. Gary Cole. Gar- I yes. love Gary Cole. God, I love he's Gary Cole. He's a good actor, too. Oh, he's just he's very a great, underrated. He was in Talladega Nights. He was in Office Space. Awesome. He was we didn't in, even talk about Office Space in the 90s. Oh, Office Space is We like, got it on there. We didn't it, even talk about it. And if, if any of you that are listening, and I think we know just about everybody that listens to, um, <laughs> the, everybody quotes Office Space if you work in an office. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to. Yeah. You do have those whatever. TPS reports. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's the, the, the scene I love is, uh, want to be a gangster where they're out and they beat the shit out of the printer. <laughs> Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Um, <laughs> cause those are the guys yeah. who listen to ghetto boys right there. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, what was it? Like we can, it, it's, it's like, there's the microtransactions. We'll just shave some off the top. How much more do we have? $375,000. What? And he goes, well, it's like millions of transactions. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Oh, but the red stapler. Everybody, I, I think I've heard yeah, everybody. The, the red stapler. Every, that, actually, that's one that's like male and female. Mm-hmm. The red stapler. And who hasn't in their life not wanted to take a fax machine, a lap, a computer, a laptop, and beat the fuck out of it <laughs> in a field? <laughs> Somebody set something up. Like it was a, it was a literally like a, I think I saw it online. It had to be online. Um, 
Like they had like a company picnic and they brought like an old printer and like with a bat and everything. Like it was like I swear to God, I saw this on like as a company picnic. You go out and just beat the shit out of like a printer. I'm trying to think. It wasn't damn. It feels good to be a gangster, wasn't it? Die motherfucker. That was no. It was it was damn. It feels good to be a gangster. Okay, it was. Maybe I'm thinking something else. I'm trying to think. What's the other one? Um, there's what there's a thousand lines from Office Space. Oh, there's so many of them. Um, the Dieter, uh, what's it? The stuff with the bobs. Um, oh, oh, I was just quoting this the other day. Um, not gonna, not gonna, not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> so, what is it you say you do around here? That's the line that everybody uses. <laughs> yeah, that's the line that everybody uses. So, um, so what is it you say you do around here? So, what is it that you say? I take the instructions from the customers and I give it to the engineers. Couldn't they just send it to the engineers? But I take the instructions <laughs> to the engineers. Oh, that's, good, oh, that's, that's classic. People are listening to this like, it's great. You guys are going to talk about movies and all you're doing is quote. This is, it should be the quote movie episode. Hey, fuck yeah. That's what we do. That's that's how it works. <laughs> um, I thought of The Princess Bride, another quoted. Oh, yeah. The Princess Bride is another quoted movie. That's a Rob Reiner film. Carrie Elways. Carrie El, yeah. Is it Elways? Yeah. El. Elvis. El, yeah, something like that. I don't fucking fuck know. He's, but he's hilarious. Yeah. He's also Robin Hood Men in Tights. I also love that movie. That was Mel Brooks. That was, yeah, that was Mel Brooks. But introduced us to Dave Chappelle. That's right. Dave Chappelle yeah, was in that. Yeah, character named Achoo. <laughs> My mom's name was Sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, Princess Bride. Who can? Uh, lovely Lady. Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Uh, Manny Patinkin. I don't think you know. I fuck this up every time. You, I don't think you know what that word means or whatever. Where he keeps saying, I don't know. I've, I've used that actually in meetings. Um, <laughs> when they keep dropping one word that everybody they're like. I don't think you know what that means. You keep using that word, and I don't think you know what it means. Um, oh, so good though. I'm Inigo Montoya. You've killed my father. Prepare to die. That's another. That's another. My like between Big Trouble in Little China and. The Princess Bride, like my wife will. That's, yeah, that's, that's, those, those are great two. movies. Yeah. Can't deny it. Um, all right, so all right, let's shift back to the 2000s just for the sake of time here. So yeah. we've we've talked about the Wolf Ferrells. Right? You got Anchorman, Step Brothers was great, um, but some of the others, um, Austin Powers. I mean, so that oh was, shit, the, Austin Powers. Yeah, I mean, but it started in the early. It might even have been the late 90s when that started. Uh, the first Austin Powers, but those movies are so also very quotable. It sounded like you said your name was a lot of, uh, very well then. <laughs> I like the one, what was the one with Beyonce? Was that the second one or the third one? There was three of those, right? Yeah, third one, I believe. Yeah. Because was gold member. Where he's, where he's writing stuff down and he's like, you have, uh, um, you're very beautiful or whatever. And Beyonce's like, oh, thank you. He goes, you, you, uh, you have a, you, you have a lot of mini. Uh, do you have any uh, do you have, clone in you? Yeah, you have a yeah you have like a, you have a little clone in you. Would you like to or whatever? <laughs> I said, what? And the, the from the first movie again the, these st- the the lines that the uh, Michael Caine's line from the, it was the second one. I think it was in the second movie of Michael Caine where he said, um, "There's two things I can't stand in this world: it's intolerance for other people's cultures and the Dutch." <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Because it's so juxtaposed, you know uh, what I mean? <laughs> but it's, uh, oh, it's so, who does number two work for? <laughs> All right, buddy. 
You you give that turd hell. <laughs> bite your oh, yeah. lip. <laughs> and bear down. <laughs> Two oh, things I can't man. stand in this world. Intolerance of old people's cultures and <laughs> the, the Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> uh, but the Austin Powers movies were great. We talked about Dodgeball. Super bad. That was, that yeah, was, that's a different it type. Different. Of, it's a different. Yeah, and that, see, that's one of the things we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, probably. Um, is as we've come along, originality is getting less and less. It's almost like yeah. you're borrowing, or you've got a formula that you're just plugging things into. And Superbad was different, and I think that's what made it great because it. I don't know that it was the funniest movie in the world, but it was different. Yeah. Well, that and that's. I think those are the movies that are as we go farther in time are probably going to stand out you know um the hangover that was played that was great that was a great idea concept that you start like you go black and then you're i think when the, the second there's three of those too right yeah they milked the, the two and three it, they, it got long it got long sure. but the first one when that movie was over when that when that's when they started off and they cheered and the screen went black and you wake up the next day you're literally in their same shoes because you yeah. don't know what the fuck happened either. Yeah. Um, there, and there's no backstory, there's no nothing. So you're on this journey with them yeah. as they're as they're going through this. And um, the fucking end of that movie where they had all the snapshots, <laughs> the fuck, <laughs> Galifianakis getting the blowjob from the 90 year old lady in the fuck in the in the um, in the elevator. Like every like you're watching the snapshots and you're like, whoa. <laughs> That was even the best part of like the second and third, like when Ed Helms got rammed from behind from the tranny. <laughs> like it was in the in the second one because they were in Bangkok. Was that the second one? Yeah. What was the third one? The third one was back in Vegas. Oh, it wasn't I? Didn't see the third one. Um, it was still it was one of those. Like, it was funny, but it, again, it ran its course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike Tyson cameos and oh, the yeah. first one and second one were both great. Singing in the air tonight in the first one, and then the second one singing one night in Bangkok. Like, uh, I did. I don't remember. So it's that. at Ed Helms' wedding. They got married in. Uh, uh, well, I'm not 100 percent sure. Some island out there, and they went to Bangkok. And so Galifianakis's gift for Ed Helms was Mike Tyson singing one night in Bangkok. And he, it's awesome. He's dancing up there. Tyson's actually like. Talk about another one who's just embraced who they yeah. are. Like Tyson, his he's resurrected himself doing the one man show and things like that. I could watch that dude eat cereal. I'm not gonna lie to you, Tyson. Yes, I could probably not watch him eat cereal. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> Heather Graham in the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, just a great, just a great set of. I've I've loved Aaron Graham or Heather, Heather Graham, Graham since uh, Boogie Nights. Um, Heather Graham. Aaron Graham. That's, uh, that's a dude, right? Doesn't he? He's like he's like second baseman for the fucking Chiefs or something. That nah, was somebody oh. back in the day. So <laughs> oh, sorry, that was, I slipped there. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Hopefully she's not listening, <laughs> or he's not listening. <laughs> right. It was spelled with an e, bitch. But <laughs> just saying, can be going. Uh, but ways. Heather Graham. I've been a fan. I mean, going back to we talked about on one of the other podcasts, uh, Boogie Nights. Man, I've mm. always had a thing for Heather Graham. What's she done lately? wish me <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to respond to that <laughs> but i have no idea um so yeah a 40 year old virgin oh my god that's another just i laughed my ass off that entire movie. who who did who was behind that one do you know was it was it judd apatow or adam mckay one of those guys i might have been apatow um the fact that 
Steve Carell literally got waxed. <laughs> like he's that's him actually screaming oh, as yeah. they ripped it. My favorite one, <laughs> Kamasayama. <laughs> I mean, that movie has so many great lines. When Paul Rudd's mad about the girl, and he's like, oh, I bet you're doing this right now. And he's going into the camera like he's giving it a blowjob. <laughs> I bet you're doing this right now. And they're like, get him off. Oh, God. They do the, you know how I know you're gay? Um, because you like dicks in your ass. He's like, wait, that's gay? <laughs> <laughs> that introduced us to Seth Rogen. 40-year-old virgin. Oh, geez, yeah. Well, I guess, what was the show they were on? Not Dazing and Fuse. There was a show a lot of those guys were on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Siegel. I think it was Dazing. I think it was Dazing and Fuse. Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. But the first movie that really brought him in was 40-year-old virgin. So he did speed dating. You know, surprisingly, the best one out there was Gina. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, I mean... Uh, fuck. Um, we've covered mockumentaries. We talked about formulas, um, SNL impact. I think as we get, I, I, it, Lauren Michaels, I think with Wayne's World, I think he found what he needs to kind of get, yeah, to get going on that. So, um, I mean, his whole production company now is doing a bunch of movies. I mean, he's pretty. He's found his right. Yeah, he's, he's found his. Um, he's he found the plug gear. and play. Now. Yeah, he's he's found his gear and and he's rolling along. So, um, what else we had? We had something else up there to kind of talk about. We talked about the technology. Um, we talked about spoof movies. Like I said earlier, level of comedy. So we get into as we get into the tens here. You've got <laughs> we struggled with this one. We did. No we joke. actually and this is like within the last five or ten years. <laughs> right. So, um, Actually, last nine years to be yeah. exact. Well, ten is the year. It actually starts in one, so last eight years. Eight. Um, this was tough. There's not. This is one thing that's a little disheartening. Is this nothing is stands not, out? This is not a golden age for comedy. Uh, movies, movies, right? TV shows have been very yeah. good ones. Well, but but we're we're also thinking of like theater theatrical releases. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's but, fair. So the technology piece comes into play here as well because. Stuff's going. Netflix and Amazon are starting their own, are doing their own movies. Yeah. Uh, I know Apple's trying to get a, a production company off the ground now as well, too. Um, you know, so are maybe maybe the the because all we focused on is theatrical. You know, the big big screen releases, um, and I'm I'm hopefully they'll that won't die to the. I mean, I have a 65 inch TV. It's not small by any means, but. <laughs> Um, but there's something to be said about sitting in a movie theater, you know, yeah. just fucking laughing your ass off with 300 of people you don't even know. It's still you know a great I mean? experience. It's still great. Yeah, it's a great experience. Popcorn's like eight hundred and fucking seventy five dollars. Oh, to go to the movies is, I mean, take out a small loan now, but I mean, it costs a shit. I mean, well, you got like nineteen kids. Got, it's got to be like a you got to mortgage your fucking house for the most part. Yeah, <laughs> we went and saw The Grinch and it was eighty dollars. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> But, I mean, just some of the movies we could come up with. Uh, Horrible the, Bosses, great movie. Yeah. Um, it, but is not it memorable. timeless? Yeah. No, that's what I mean. It's got parts that might be. I mean, in the Horrible Bosses 2, The Shower Buddy, where it looks like he's jerking them off. Like, that's pretty fucking hilarious. But, um, but over, again, I don't think it's gonna, it makes it a great movie. Uh, Blockers, funny. Wasn't as funny as I thought. I think it was funny because John Cena was like... John Cena, I mean, John, what was it? He was in um, Trainwreck, too. Yeah. Like, 
where he's like, say, you know, talk dirty, talk dirty. <laughs> and he, he like, he's something about guy's ass, right? And when he busts, when he busts a nut, he's like, he's got, he, the dude's got a great ass or whatever. And she's like, what? And he's Wait, like, <laughs> I give Cena credit for that. I mean, like he's a manly he poke dude. Fun at himself. Yeah, yeah. He's a manly dude. I mean, you know, and he just lets it ride. And the end of that movie was great where he's, him and his wife are like, what they're trying to copy the, and Nate and blockers where they're trying to copy that of Gary Cole and oh, Gina Gershon. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Gina, I love Gina Gershon. Yeah. Gina she's Gershon. still hot. Oh my God. She's got to be what? 60? Yeah. Still hot. You're right. He watched him. They made eye contact yeah. and he blew his load. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I think, what is, what did the other guy say? He's like, I think he comes on your soul when he does. <laughs> Ike Burkhartz or whatever that guy's name is. He was funny. That dude is funny. Well, you know what? I guess I, I, we talked about, I think we talked about this before, but like everything's so rapid now and it, you've got to, it's you're you got to hit and move on, hit and move on, hit and move on. Um, Cause the attention span is shorter. Yeah. We've got, we've got access to everything quicker. Um, you shit. We wanted to find out what the top 25, what, what are the, Best comedy movies in the eighties. I typed it into the into Google and boom, we've right, got within ten seconds. Within, we're already right yeah, we, on the board. Yeah, we're already on the board. So, movie. I think comedies today, like a Mel Brooks, like a holy oh, fucking holy grail. Jesus, we um, didn't even talk about Monty Python. Python. Yeah, you can't fuck man. Um, she made I, me I a newt. I fought in your general direction. <laughs> she made me a newt, <laughs> but I got better. Just but a stretch. <laughs> What is the, uh, uh, what is the air laden? Uh, what the fuck is that? What is the, what is the airspeed of a of a of a laden swallow? Or oh, fuck, I can't remember that one. Um, bring out your dead. Because <laughs> during the plague. Oh um, man. But you had to. So you good, had dude. to like in the Mel Brooks era and the like the seventies and eighties. And as we get up, I guess it's more of a technology play. As you get up into the nineties and the two thousands. The attention span is getting shorter because yeah. you get access. To, so you've got to hit the like the movies. You've got to be funny and then be funny again. I mean, it's not yeah. it's not a big. You're not waiting for the joke anymore. It's like bam, there's a joke. Bam, there's a joke. But bam, I there's feel a like joke. A lot of those movies were funny the entire movie. Oh, totally. Wayne's World was a nonstop laugh. Um, I mean, there's some. All right, we talked Beverly Hills Cop that had some serious moments. Can but I be some frank? of these. Can I be, <laughs> I yes, but can I still be guard? <laughs> <laughs> Take me. <laughs> Where do you want to go? I'm low on gas, and you need a coat. <laughs> I, I mean, just such again. Those movies were great. Um, American Pie. We didn't even talk about that. I mean, really, like the dirty humor. And by the way, yeah. Shannon Elizabeth was smoking hot in that movie. Yeah, Shannon. Yeah, absolutely. It, but one of the, she one done? of the great movie racks. Really, I don't think they were that big. I mean, they looked okay. They were perfect. She was also like 21. I mean, let's see what she looks like when she's like 50. Uh, With her fucking tits around her knees. It was my age back then, (laughs) man. So, don't get me wrong. I didn't stand a fucking chance. But (laughs) but again, that was another movie we didn't touch on. But see, I think the difference is these movies were very original. And I feel like now it's not as original. They're still borrowing from something else. Yeah. But the older movies set up a joke yeah you like you you the story and you can't they they led you to like and then boom they drop the hammer like i'll use blockers um i'll use blockers but like it's it was there's no setup to the joke there's 
bam, and they just drop a joke. Yeah. But, and it's funny. I mean, you laugh, but then you're, you kind of sit there with like, okay, okay, okay. And then bam, there's another joke. Like you're chuckling, like Blazing Saddles, you're kind of, there's like something a little bit funny. And you're kind of chuckling, you're kind of chuckling, kind of chuckling, and then then they drop the joke. Yeah, it's, and like it's like a like, good blowjob, right? Like you're building up to it, building <laughs> up to it. Like, oh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I guess we're getting dirtier. <laughs> we kind of closed with American Pie. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's uh, Neighbors, maybe another uh, of the newer ones that was pretty yeah. good. One of my favorite scenes where they, they fought with the dildos and that. Um, yeah, they so they made uh, the the frat, uh, made as a uh, fundraiser, they made uh, molds of, of their dicks, so they were selling dildos. And then they had one, the guy from uh, McLovin from Super Bad, yeah, apparently his was like a foot long, <laughs> and I just remember. <laughs> Uh, Seth Rogen was like grabbing it like nunchucks, <laughs> like the way he was fighting with Zac Efron, and that that was fucking funny. So I guess here's another here's another take out, and we've been sidetracked for like the last hour and four minutes. <laughs> but when you talk of like a Blazing Saddles, or and I keep going back to Blazing Saddles because this is fresh in my mind. No, it's one of the, it's also one of the all time greats. Yeah, or an airplane. There's, there's more, it's more, I think it's because of the way the jokes are structured or the way it's written. There's, they're more memorable. Like I've seen neighbors, I've seen the whole movie, but you're like talking and, and I haven't, it's been relatively recent, the last year, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, you didn't I remember can't the remember dildo the scene. Fighting. Yeah. Like I did not remember the dildo fight. <laughs> it's like the fucking Tommy Lee driving the boat with his dick. I'm like, I don't remember that scene. I don't know how you didn't remember that fact check. But I did fact check and <laughs> he did honk the horn with the schwantz. But I, there was no scene of him actually physically taking his dick and moving the steering wheel back and forth. All right. I mean, I disagree. He, did, he honked it. I mean, he honked it. It looked like it hurt, too, because he like pushed it down. and I was like, ugh. Well, I mean, you got to... I kind of crossed my legs on that one. I just got nice distance. That's what I'll say. <laughs> he was far enough away from it to do it as well. Right. Like, I'd have to be behind it to actually be able to... <laughs> I'd have to crawl up on the dash. <laughs> Look, honey, I'm honking the horn. No, you're not. No, you're still not. <laughs> you're not. Reach for it, Haji. <laughs> what was that movie from? I don't remember that's from either. Um, we have Sausage Party up here, which was a cartoon, essentially, right? Yeah, and it was funny, but so I think this goes, actually proves our point for us. We put a movie on there just so we could try to get four movies. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't great. I mean, it's uh, Sausage Party was funny. That movie got old. Like after like the second, maybe the last third of the movie, it could have ended at forty five minutes, and we would have been perfectly happy as an audience. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I, it, I watched Tag on the. Pl- I was flying back from somewhere. I watched Tag on the plane, and um, I it as soon as it started, parts of it were funny. And then it seemed forced. It was like forced. And I had nowhere to go. I had nothing else to watch. So I, up, I mean, I could have turned it off or whatever. But yeah, I probably wouldn't have. If I was home, I probably wouldn't have sat through the whole thing. And honestly, I think a lot of the comedies are like that now. It's like you said, like they drop a joke on you and it might be really funny. I mean, there I can't think of any horrible bosses I know. I mean, I'll go with um, oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. When she sprays his pants with water, Shabbat Shalom, somebody <laughs> was circumcised. Oh, <laughs> so, I mean, that's... Fucking Jennifer Aniston. Remember what we talked about, talk about her the other day? 
She looked amazing. And that, oh my, and first of all, she's beautiful anyways, but in that movie, oh my God. She didn't get her tits out in that movie, did she? No, no. No, but she had it open. I mean, you saw no, it. Like, she, she was definitely so clean. Yeah. And then when Jason Sudeikis, when he, you're like, you fucked her, you were supposed to kill her. Well, she was giving me all the signals. She was eating bananas. <laughs> eating, oh, so all the penis shaped foods meant you should fuck her? <laughs> Charlie Day. Um, it was the like kind of the spastic guy in that yeah. man. That's another guy who I really like. He's not in a ton of stuff. Um, he, he, like TV shows he was in. Uh, it's always sunny. I don't know if you yeah, watch that I've, show. I've seen it, but yeah. So he's. I think he's really funny, and he's he plays a great character in that movie. But there were some good lines. But again, there's times in that movie where you're just kind of there. Yeah. Um. Did you see Office Party? Office Christmas Party or whatever yeah. that was. Yeah. Um. That's another Bateman. Uh. <laughs> Bateman and uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I Bateman love me, was great. I in love that. me some Jennifer Aniston. Wow. Oh, she. My wife knows she's probably my favorite. Like as far as all the actresses. Oh yeah. man, she's my favorite. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, but I, I love. It's good. It's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> Fucking Bateman. He's he plays that straight funny. I mean, he plays this like a like. He's not like laughable. Not like. Like a Will Ferrell kind of goofy funny. He's, yeah, like, he's, a, like, he's like the straight, like the he's the one line, serious. like a dead yeah. serious, like a very even keeled pan, yeah. like pan thing. So um, I, I don't know. We're we're running about one oh eight now. Yeah, I mean, we try to keep these at forty. One, one more line that you made me think of talking about Jennifer Aniston was a forty year old virgin when he's like, you know, I've never masturbated. Paul Rudd's like, what are you, what are you talking to? Him? No, I've jacked it eight times since we've been here. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke I've used many times. Oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's generally funny as well, too. I mean, uh, she's, yeah, I like, I like Jennifer Aniston. She's funny. Um, but I think it, I mean, as we kind of wrap things up here, we, we covered a lot. I think we covered a lot, obviously at one, what are we at? One Oh nine. right now. Um, but yeah, I don't think the movies are. I mean, I think if you get a movie, if you get a movie like a like a, a like a Holy Grail or a Blazing Saddles or an Animal House today, it's gonna it'll it'll just it'll crush the block of the box office. I think. Oh, or no. does it go the other way? Does it go because of the attention span so slow? People can't don't have the time to build up to that joke. I don't know. I guess we got to see how some of these movies can movies evolve back to that. Cause I mean, I just think the movies we're talking about now don't hold a candle to the movies we've listed today. Well, it goes. And so this somewhat ties into episode three about when did porn become mainstream? You know, is it, does it keep getting more and more mainstream or, or is there a switch? There's at some point this thing, do things yeah. flip and you go back to the 20 style bathing suits with, you know, from your ankles to your neck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sarney. <laughs> yeah. I got some fucking ankle, dude. You see your fucking ankle? That calf's amazing. <laughs> so her bush anyway. was down to her knees. <laughs> they, yeah, in the twenties it was. <laughs> it's fucking braided with with fucking bangles on it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for your time. Um, look us up. You know, we still want you guys to leave uh, comments on the webpage, um, fragmental.co. Um we're also we're on uh Google oh, yeah. Play now. Yeah, we're right? on Google Play and Spotify. 
So hook it up. Um, feel free to leave some notes. We always want to, we always appreciate all the feedback. Um, all nine of you feel free to text us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, we've got some ideas for what we want to do coming up. So feel free to reach out to us, give us some ideas, and uh, let's have some discussion going. Great. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thank you.